Glory to God. Well, we take uh, this time of year to communicate about finances, uh, even though we uh, preach and minister, you know, for offerings and stuff, uh, to plant seed because it's important for each of us to be able to give in faith. And how does faith get produced? Well, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Isn't that right? That's why you come here today uh, to be inspired, to be challenged, uh, and, and to uh, expand your ability uh, to obey God and to uh, understand God, understand who you are in Him, and, and uh, so that uh, expands your faith, your walk of God. But uh, we uh, take this time of the year to do more extensive tra- teaching on finances and resources, and uh, we want to talk about that, um, but uh, um, we also cast vision around this time of year, and uh, so, so praise God. We just are grateful and thankful for what God has done. The Bible says, lest the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Isn't that right? And uh, we know God has, has built this great house, but um, he uses people to do that, doesn't he? I said, doesn't he? Yeah. First of all, he sends a man. He sent Pastor David uh, and Vicky to Las Vegas years ago, 38 years ago, to, to Pioneer Church. And so he uses people. And then God added people to them and, and, and uh, built this great work. Praise God. But we're not done. Everybody say, we're not done. And uh, we, we want to look into the Word of God and, and see how God builds things, how he develops things, and uh, see how uh, through the hearts of his people that he's able to accomplish things, God things, expanding his kingdom in the earth. Praise God. So, so let's look at uh, 1 Chronicles uh, 29. In 1 Chronicles 29, this is uh, David um, petitioning the people, um, and uh, we'll just go ahead and read from verse 1. Ready? says, furthermore, King David said to all the assembly, my son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced, and the work is great, because the temple is not for man, but for the Lord God. Now for the house of my God, I have prepared with all my might gold for things to be made of gold, silver for things of silver, Bronze for things of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, onyx stones, stones to be set, glistening stones of various colors, all kinds of precious stones and marble slabs in abundance. Moreover, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house, my own special treasure of gold and silver." So here we see uh, David um, actually preparing with all of his might, okay? And uh, we, we can see here that um, he gave a substantial amount of, of uh, <laughs> wealth for the house of God. I mean, it's ridiculous almost, like, woo, glory to God, you know? <laughs> In fact, um, uh, I'll just read on, but he, so he's doing this with all of his might. And when, when we think about uh, the word and the requirement uh, that we see from the word for our lives to God, it's like we worship the Lord our God with all of our strength, with all of our might, with all of our mind, with all of our soul. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. And so we just give ourselves over. And, uh, but, but here David is saying you can do that with your finances and resources. 
Yeah, and, and uh, uh, years ago, you know, you, you cross different barriers in your life. I believe that there are different tests, actually, for our lives. And uh, there are, uh, especially uh, for those in ministry, but I believe for those um, who are not everybody, that you pass different tests. But I believe there's a money test. Do you understand? Uh, because it really will decide what are you trusting in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, years ago, I, I uh, uh, felt like I was so frustrated because I didn't, I didn't have a lot. I didn't have much. But we were doing the rise and build. We were, doing a, we were in a time like this, and I just felt like I just didn't have nothing. to. And then I, wait, I went, wait, I have a retirement. Well, I didn't have much of a retirement. I just started the thing. <laughs> but it was there. And I decided, you know what? That right there, I'm going to use that right there. I didn't have anything else to draw from. So I tapped into that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this. And it was probably like half of it at the time. I'm like, and I just declared this from my heart. I declared, I will never worry about retiring. I will never worry about what I'm going to have when I retire. <laughs> I really actually don't think that we have a retirement in this program I'm in. So I'm not really that concerned about it anyhow, just to be honest. But I just, I just gave that to the Horizon Bill, and uh, um, I believe God would bless that and everything else as a result. And that's just the thing. You can't be God-given. No. And you say, oh, you know, we're going to talk about finances and resources today. Great. You know, oh, man, I was hoping to hear a run-in sermon. This is a running sermon. <laughs> we know that you can't do much for God if you're both sick and broke, right? Even if you're healthy and broke, you can't do much. You understand? And so, so here, David... His affection, his love for God and his house was so great. He's saying, I have given over and above. In other words, over and above my tithes, I have prepared this for God's house. And so he, he goes on. Uh, Moreover, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house, my own special treasure of gold and silver. So we all have something special we're, we're putting aside. David said, I'm giving it. Verse 4, 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of Ophir, and 7,000 talents of refined silver to overlay the walls of the houses, the gold for things of gold, and the silver for things of silver, and for all kinds of work to be done by the hands of craftsmen. Who then is willing to consecrate himself this day to the Lord? Consecrate himself. What? Consecrate himself. So he's, he's challenging them. This is another level of consecration. Y'all with me? It always gets quiet in church when you talk about finances. Everybody gets real quiet. It's, it's either finances or sex. The church, you know, acts like, like I don't like, like that. I don't know. I, I, you know. So you just, just loosen up because God is wanting to bless some people right now in the middle of the planned pandemic. 
In the middle of it. In the middle of it. When Satan is attacking the church, in his face, God will bless your socks off. Remember, God is not trying to get something from you. He's trying to get something to you. And it has everything to do with your heart, not your money. God tries the hearts of people. Why would he say, use the word consecration? Consecrate yourself. Why? Because your money is tied to your heart. And when you squirm and struggle during a message about finances, it's because your heart. People don't have a money problem. They have a heart problem. If we can fix your heart, then we can fix your money. Oh, see, I was trying to be nice today. It seems like the 8 a.m. service gets it hard. I think a lot, I think mo, more m- mature believers are in this service. That's all. I, I've tried to figure it out myself. I'm like, man, why do I beat up the 8 a.m. service? It comes off a little bit softer in the second service. I don't know why. Because you can't talk like this to everybody, you know what I'm saying? Praise God. Jesus. So he says, who then is willing to consecrate himself this day to the Lord? So there's something that happens to your heart when you decide in your heart to release something that meant something to you. David said, I will not give anything to the Lord that doesn't cost me something. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Because a lot of times we just give because it's, you know, oh, yeah, I can afford that. I can do this. Listen, you didn't start that way. I know you didn't. If you're like the rest of us, you start like, I don't even understand how this is going to work. You start tithing. If you're like me, I tell you, I start tithing like, dear Lord. I don't know. And then pastor talked about over and above. I'm like, over and a what? And it was a step of him, oh, man, you sweat, you know, and you make a commitment to the rising bill, you're like, oh, my God, God, you're going to now show me that you're real. And we just lived miraculously. Month after month after month after month after month after month. Praise the Lord. Miracle after miracle. And you just learn how to laugh. You just learn how to laugh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because we walk by faith. Yeah, not by sight. In every area of our existence, including our money. Is it okay to talk this way in church? Uh, these are, this, this I feels like this is the grown service. You know what I'm saying? This is the, the meat service. Where I can be frank and, and, and tell you the truth. 
Now you understand that, that when we, Pastor David or I, or whoever's up here in this pulpit, when we're preaching about finances and resources and receiving from you, he in heaven receives them. And uh, it doesn't change my income. Do you know what changes my income? My giving. You understand? And, and uh, uh, we have everything set in place. You know, people have salaries. People are paid hourly just like any other business. Or, and and uh, we have people overseeing us. And, and so we're not running back there to see how much came in, see what we get to take in this week. Y'all with me? Just to give you a little education about how church works. This is the way this church works. We have a CPA that doesn't even live in Vegas, but he oversees us and we give an account to him. Keep things straight. We have people that oversee us spiritually. You know, Pastor David has overseers. And he gives an account to. Praise the Lord. And so, so, so when we take the time for this, it is not for us, it is for you. And anything that God's house needs is an opportunity for blessing. Hallelujah. It's an opportunity. Pastor David and Vicki have been attacked, right? Uh, we, we hate to, to see that and we hate it. But I tell you what, what do they need? What do they need? What do they need? That's how I feel. It's an opportunity for me to serve him in, in some way I didn't serve before. I've asked the Lord God Almighty, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? You know, what am I doing? What am I, what? He says, serve Pastor David. All right? And I have to figure it out. I have to find out how he needs me to serve him. And he asked me to do stuff. I'm just like, Pastor, I'll do whatever you need me to do. What is it? Well, you know, we're the guides of the Bible, of course. You know what I'm and so I serve him. Praise the Lord. I've just literally almost begged him. Please tell me what you need. You say, well, that's, he's, he's just a man. No, he is uh, God's man set in the body of Christ through which when we honor him, you honor God. So when the, when the vision is laid out, before it's like David, he's laying out the vision because he wants to have God have a cool, beautiful house Say, man, God, you need a house. You need a, something people talk about. And I believe that's what we need. People come here into this beautiful place, and they say, wow, this is very nice. It glorifies God. We're not trying to glorify ourselves. But whoever jumps on board, God's going to bless Man, this has gone all over the place. I'm telling you. Six, verse six. This is the response of the people. Then the leaders of the father's houses, leaders of the tribes of Israel, the captains of thousands and of hundreds with the officers over the king's work offered what? Willingly. They gave for the work of the house of God 5,000 talents. This is the people now. David told his giving. Now it's going to lay down and lay out what they gave. They gave for the work of the house of God 5,000 talents, 10,000 derricks of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. Wow. 
Now listen, I'm going to go back to that willingly. Let me just talk about that real quick. We know the New Testament speaks about this, you know, not, not grudgingly or of necessity. God loves a cheerful giver. The Amplified says, unwilling to do without a cheerful giver. Uh, one who laughs when he gives. So now, I, I didn't necessarily uh, say you couldn't be nervous about it. I, I was, man, I would sign my, I'm not sure, I don't know, Lord. You know, half the time when I'd get a figure in my heart on a rise and build time when we'd make our commitments, I'd be like, I bind you, Satan, get thee behind. You know, I was just like, that can't be the voice of God. A lot of times it would be like, that's all I have. I like what Brother Jesse said when the Lord told him to give a, a large amount. He, he told the Lord, that's all I have. And he said, that's all I asked for. <laughs> all of your heart. Je- Jesse, man, he, he's doing okay, I think, you know. He's doing all right. So you don't know how much that brother gives. Yeah, Amazing. People only see the blessing sometimes, and they judge because of the blessing, but they don't know what it costs. Brother Hagen, you know, he's, he's uh, ministering the gospel all over, driving around in a car with, uh, you know, bald tires, and they're singing, you know, while he's driving, and, and uh, he began to uh, whine and complain to the Lord. You know, he was three months, you know, in the rears in his rent. And he's doing the will of God and he's preaching the gospel. Teaching on faith. Interesting, huh? And he's whining to the Lord, saying, Now, Lord, this is it. This is it. And he starts going, laying it out to the Lord. I'm, I'm doing what you said, I'm following what you told me to do. And the Lord told him, He said, Yeah, you've been obedient but you haven't been willing. And Brother Hagin said, oh, you've hit me with a low blow. <laughs> and he, he says, Brother Hagin says, it didn't take me long to make that adjustment. And he said, as soon as I got willing, the blessings began to come. Isn't that interesting? So we don't want to do it grudgingly or of necessity. We want it to be tied to our heart. And you really locate people when you talk about finances and resources. How that makes you feel may be revealing your heart. Okay, it's quiet in this Holy Ghost Church right now, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. It says, with the officers over the kings and the work offered willingly. It says, they offered willingly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then it laid it out. Uh, 18,000 talents of bronze, 100,000 talents of iron. Verse 8, and whoever had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord into the hand of Jehiel the Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced, for they had offered what? Willingly. Willingly. Because with a loyal what? Heart. They had offered willingly to the Lord. And King David also rejoiced greatly. Wow. So there is a celebration that took place as a result of, of how much had come in. I, I'd like to just run that down. It is amazing. I had done a research back in 2014, which means that uh, 
All these things are worth a lot more. Gold, silver, they're worth a lot more today. In fact, I believe probably gold alone um, is worth probably at least $400 more an ounce, I believe. It just depends on the minute of the day you're talking about on where that, you know. <laughs> so, so roughly, you know, $400 more an ounce. So this is, so this is lower numbers than actually um, today that they would be in our economy. But uh, I wanted to um, talk to you about David's giving first. Um, David said, I am donating more than 112 tons of gold from over which is equivalent to uh, uh, $4,802,560,000. That's David's gold giving. David's uh, silver giving was $176,064,000. So David's subtotal was just short of, it would be, in today's, uh, it would be uh, $5 billion, more than $5 billion in today's economy. Unbelievable, right? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> in, in the New Living, it says in verses five and six, it says, now then, who will follow my example and give offerings to the Lord today? Then the family leaders, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, the generals and the captains of the army and the kings and administrative officers all gave willingly. Glory to God. So, so what came in for the construction of the temple of God uh, it says they gave uh, 188 tons of gold, which is 8 billion, more than that now, of course, uh, 10,000 gold coins, which is approximately 185 pounds of, of gold coins, which is uh, uh, 3,966,400, uh, 375 tons of silver, which is $252 uh, million dollars be more than that, of course, uh, 675 tons of bronze, which is 4,347,000, and then the iron was uh, 3,750 tons of iron, which is uh, 750,000. So in 2014, the giving of his, his leaders was 8,322,523,400. Yeah. Now, this does not include the unmeasurable amount of precious stones. That doesn't include that giving. So, so uh, you know, um, in New Living Translation, verses 8 and 9, it says, They also contributed numerous precious stones, which were deposited in the treasury of the house of the Lord under the care of Jehiel, a descendant of Gershon. The people rejoiced over the offerings, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly to the Lord. And King David was filled with joy. Praise God. So, so in 2014, uh, uh, the total amount given was thirteen billion three hundred and one thousand, or excuse me, three hundred and one million one hundred forty-seven thousand four hundred. Which um, again, that would be much greater today because we're talking about the precious metals have gone up. So this is generous giving. This is whoo, glory to God, hallelujah. And oftentimes we'll write that off. Wow, they were the leaders, you know. But listen, you guys, we here in the United States of America, we live like kings. Compared to every other country, each of us individually live like kings. We are the rich of this world. And we are blessed. We live in castles. We live in castles. If you have a house, you live in a castle. 
You've got more room in your house than there are people in it. Right? Blessings. The blessing of the Lord has blessed the United States of America. We are so grateful and thankful, each of us. I go into the grocery store and just think, wow. We could choose whatever we want there. You know, most of the world spends their whole life looking for their next meal. We go exercise on purpose. Don't get paid for it. We just do it because it's cool, you know. I just don't want to look like this. I think I'm going to go sweat. I mean, we are so blessed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to put God's house first before all of my other needs in my life. And God will bless you as you do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it hot in here? Or is it just me? Okay. <laughs> oh, man, I'm having fun. Okay. Oh, man. So, so then uh, David's, David actually praises God. After all this happened, he gives glory to God. Don't you want uh, your pastor to be able to just worship and glorify God, you guys? Amen. Just to thank God because he knows, as Paul, he said in Philippians, he says, not that I desire a gift for me, he said, but I know that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches. So this is, this is one of those things where, man, I know God's going to do something big for the people. That's what he's rejoicing. Woo, wait till God shows, out, shows up. Incidentally, uh, the richest kingdom, this was the a most extravagant giving that we see in the word of God. And the most wealthiest kingdom followed Solomon. You ever put that together, you guys? Amazing. Woo! Praise God. Hallelujah. So verse 10, therefore David blessed the Lord before all the assembly, and David said, blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you. Come from where, you guys? Come from him. Isn't that right? Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. Woo! In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are we, my people, that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you, and of your own we have given you. For we are aliens and pilgrims before you, as were all our fathers. Our days on earth are as a shadow, and we without hope. Whoo! What are you hanging on to it for? What do you think you're going to gain? Why are you protecting it like you got it yourself? What are you nervous about? Well, I needed to go to college to get an education, to get money, to get this and get that and get that. Listen, it all comes from him. If you will just listen to him, He'll make you look like a genius. Not against college. Thank God for college. Amen? 
but you better put God first. And people will rob God for their children's education. Do you think that's going to bless your kids? Where do you think blessings come from? I'm just saying. This is a heart issue. Hmm? This is a heart issue. Glory to God. So here, uh, their hearts are being tested. Hallelujah. Verse 16, O Lord our God, all this abundance that we have prepared to build you a house for your holy name is from your hand. And as all, as, and is all your own, I know also, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things. Mm-mm-mm. It gives a whole new meaning when you say, man, are you right with God? Uh, yeah, I'm right with God. Are you tithing? Oh. Yeah. Listen, right with God is just, it isn't just you not smoking weed. And a lot of times that's what people think. You know, you're just asking, are you sleeping around? No, if you're right with God, you're actually willingly giving your whole self to him. Not holding anything else. Oh, gosh, I just went there, didn't I? I went there. Woo. And now with joy, I've seen your people who are present here to offer willingly. Talking about that willingness again, connection to your heart. Verse 18, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the intent of the thoughts of the heart of your people and fix their heart toward you and give my son Solomon a loyal heart to keep your commandments and your testimonies and your statutes to do all these things and to build the temple for which I have made provision. All of this connected to their hearts. Then David said to all the assembly, now bless the Lord your God. So all the assembly blessed the Lord God of their fathers and bowed their heads and prostrated themselves before the Lord and the king. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your grace resting upon your church. We thank you, Lord God, that you have given us a willing heart, that you are causing us to will and to do of your good pleasure, that we are able, Father God, to honor you and please you. We hold nothing precious in this, this earth higher than you. We are willing to give it all. We are willing to give ourselves our finances, our resources, our family members. We commit all that we are and all that we have to you. Thank you, Father God, for each and every person in this room and those who have tuned in through the broadcast, that you give us a willing heart in every area, including our finances. We thank you for your blessing. You've made us all so very rich and blessed. We are so truly thankful that we have all that we need and more. And we are grateful, Lord, for your kindness and your generosity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for stirring up our people. Thank you for stirring up their hearts to be faithful 
in all that they do towards you. With every head bowed and every eye closed, no one looking around the room, please, it's possible that you've come here today and you don't know for sure if you were to die, you would go to heaven. The Bible says you can know for sure. You see, there is a heaven to gain and a hell to avoid. Hell is a horrible place of torment and torture. To die or leave your body without Jesus is to spend eternity in that horrible place. There's only one way of escape. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, no man comes to the Father but by me. Jesus said, unless a person is born again, they will not see the kingdom of God. And, and so if you've never been born again, if you've never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity today to do that. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you've tuned in live, join us in this prayer to invite Jesus into your heart and make him your Lord and Savior. Say this from your heart. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God that he died for me, that he was buried, and he rose again. I call Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Thank you, Father, that I've been born again. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer from your heart today, according to God's word, you're a child of God. That means if you were to die, you would go straight into heaven and spend eternity there with God. What a blessing. It's not something that we've earned or deserved, but God loved us so much that he gave his son so that we could do that. We welcome you to the God's family, and we are grateful that you have made that decision.